Mum and Dad. Mum and Dad's. May I sell Diesels? Diesels. 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 Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non non crimes. crimes. <laughs> Welcome back, my little Christmas elves, my little Hanukkah dreidels. Well, like Kwanzaa queens. Ooh, hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Happy December, everyone. Kira, are you excited for the holidays? I feel like this is maybe, arguably, maybe your favorite time of year. Am I wrong? It is inarguably my favorite time of <laughs> year. Yes, I'm, um, I'm living, I'm laughing, I'm loving. How are you, Griff? What's new? I'm good. I had a, uh, like, Thanksgiving's in the rear view. I'm very much in the holiday spirit. Christmas music's playing. I need to figure out decorations for the apartment. Um, it's, I, I, I say this so many episodes, but I can't believe it's December. Like this year has been so, uh, fast, but filled with such amazing things, including this little podcast of ours. So you have mentioned that you and Alex love decorating for the holidays. You just moved to New York. Are you guys, do you have your decorations? Yes, it won't be in full force this year because we like just like we threw out our tree in LA. We had to get mm-hmm. rid of stuff. We we definitely downsized to move to New York, believe it or not. But yeah, we'll be doing like all the festive things for sure. That's exciting. I can't wait to oh, well, I probably won't be there this month, but I can't wait to see it on the gram. And um, I know you all love that. Uh, this episode actually comes out the day before my film premiere. On the seventh, yeah. so I'm uh, very excited slash nervous about that. It's a very intimate film. I definitely uh, show a lot, and a few of my friends and um, my friends in the industry and outside of it are coming. And I wish you could be there, you and Alex. But I know you'll be there in spirit. Um, now is this like a closed invite event, or it is okay? It so is. I can't invite all of our listeners to come. <laughs> No, we can invite them. We just can't let them through the door. So if you want to queue up outside of the venue, uh, I'll send you the address, I guess. But yeah, how it works is, you know, festivals will eventually invite it to be premiered there. And if they don't have that exclusive premiere kind of um, fanfare, then there's no value for them. So we have to do it private. It's uh, RSVP and kind of invite only, um, which is a bummer, but it's also good. It'll get me kind of warmed up for hopefully what's to come with it. So just doing breathing exercises leading up to that. It's huge. So for the listeners, this is a loose, you should come. And then in parentheses, <laughs> you can't come. <laughs> and I'm sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am presenting today's case. I'm excited. I'm sweating. What is this? You have a mischievous look in your eye. <laughs> I think that just is always in my eyes. It's, it's, you know, I think with any crime we have, it's petty, it's fun. So that inspires the look behind my eyes. But please know that I'm just always kind of looking <laughs> mischievous. But this one is from across the pond again. We're, we're going international, Kira. Do you have your passport? I'm ready to travel. You got very close to the accent that this is actually based into. So good work. This crime was submitted by our friend and listener, Frida. Obviously not the name. But we've gone with Frida. I'll explain why later. Hello, this Frida. Cr- Hi, Frida. This crime occurred in 2015 in Liverpool, United Kingdom. Okay. 2015, which, Liverpool, UK. Which does mean that I I think I and also some of the listeners will be expecting uh, a British accent of sorts at some point, Kira. Oh, yeah. All right. Why not? <laughs> 
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Check it off the list. Okay, yes, 2015, Liverpool, another blast from the past crime. These people really sit with their guilt for a long time. I love it. From the me archives. <laughs> me too. And honestly, I can go that far back too. We're we're just as we're just as petty as these people. Yeah. Hunted. Frida begins. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Griff. Hi Kira. I come to you with a crime I committed seven years ago when I was 23. Ah, love a self-submission. Nothing (laughs) more iconic than being like, here's something I did a really long time ago. I feel like this is turning into a little bit of a kink for our listeners. Just like, (laughs) just like, like sending these in and asking us to roast them. Not even roast, but just like to break it down. It's, you know, it's giving me those vibes a little bit. Yeah, I'm into (laughs) it. I'm into it. I'm also very into it. (laughs) She continues, just a little background about me. I am a rule follower. I find comfort in following the rules, and while I break them every now and then, I can really get uneasy if I've done something naughty and I might get caught for it. <laughs> what are your Frida. thoughts on that? Um, I am a bit of a rule follower myself. From time to time, I've been known to break a rule. I don't know, Griff, <laughs> we're, we're, you're a rule follower, fair to say. I very much am. I think I've been since I was a kid. I think the structure of rules is nice. Um, it, I think, allows for a lot of expression, which sounds contrary. But I think there are certain points, though, when rules need to be broken. I think we just had a criminal or minimal with high school kids. Yes. And we talked about listening to their parents and their moms and them not interrupting. But sometimes you got to interrupt the system, baby. Yeah. All right, Frida, what'd <laughs> you do, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she, she continues, on to the crime. I was working on the front desk in a fancy student accommodation building in the center of Liverpool, UK. Okay, student accommodation building. Dorms? Yes, I I think so. Like, I studied abroad in the UK in college, which we can talk about later. And I think I'm picturing the type of building, right? Because she goes on to describe it, and I stayed in one very similar. Cool. She says, we had university students that stayed with us, some for the full year, some longer than a year, and some others would stay for only a few months, which is what I did. <laughs> the ones who stayed with us for short periods of time were attending a language school and came from all over the world. Now, we had flats especially designed for them, the type where you have your own room and bathroom, but you share a common kitchen and living space. Got it. I can totally picture it. Yes, we did not have that at BC. No, but I had yeah. that when I studied abroad in Ireland. Same. When I was in London, it was such a refreshing semester because like your bathroom was connected to your room and you had your own room. You weren't sharing with another adult. Yeah. (laughs) So nice. So I'm picturing it too. We're setting the scene. At the end of the school year, most students would leave and the staff would deep clean the flat. Notice how they say flat. We're really in the UK here. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Removing any items left behind and readying the flat for the next lot of students. Now, this particular year, there was a student staying with us from Saudi Arabia. Let's call him Aaron. Okay. Aaron was very eccentric, and I enjoyed chatting with him to see his, and seeing his confidence grow with English. Mm, cool. Yeah. Ugh, bilingual people, I, I really envy them. I have, like, very minor abilities with Spanish, but, like, immersing yourself in another culture to learn the language, I have mad respect for that. And I should have done that when I was younger. I can still do that, but what else? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just like I went to high school with um a lot of Korean international students. And like one of my biggest regrets from high school is 
not making more of an active, consistent effort to befriend them because it's really insanely remarkable what they were doing as a teenager to, yeah. you know, and I know their parents sent them and it was for the purpose of developing their English language arm. But like, oh, my gosh, those kids are like astounding. No, totally. And it like just unlocks so much in your brain to be able to to do that. I just I think you're smarter because of it. And I'm quite jealous. Yeah. Wow. Now, he was an artist, and he actually booked an art show in the city while he was studying here, which is cool, oh, too. Oh, okay, cool. He, so he's he's studying abroad. He's from Saudi Arabia. He books himself an art show. Yeah, he's crushing it. He's, he's visiting England from Saudi Arabia. He's learning English. He's also an artist who booked a show in the city. Like, Okay, and he's here for a few months? He is, yeah. He was there for a few months. Um, and then I think when the program or his program specifically wrapped, he made his way, which he does say. So now, far, so fascinating. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Where's the crime? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to it. <laughs> now, when he left, the staff went in to clean his flat and found 15 easels in the shared kitchen slash living space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quirky, quirky alert. <laughs> Uh-oh, quirk alert, 15. <laughs> I'm like, okay, got it. Like one for the apartment, one for your room, one for the studio, one spare, 15. And I guess maybe one for when you're on the toilet and you want to maybe uh, like brush stroke while you're Brush stroke pooping. while you're, <laughs> while you're, yeah, while you're brush stroking. Um, we haven't said the word poop in a while, sorry. <laughs> I know, do for it. Um, okay, okay. Yes. Now, these were good quality easels, complete with carry cases and everything. Aaron was the last person to be living in the flat, so the easels were moved to the basement in case he came back. Nice. Mm -hmm. Is is there a possibility he will come back? Hmm. I don't... <laughs> I guess there's a possibility for anything. <laughs> well, I'm like, what do you mean, in case he comes back? Where did he go? He went back to Saudi Arabia? He's yeah, He's not I think coming so. back. <laughs> Yep, he doesn't come back. <laughs> okay. Now, we weren't hopeful they would be collected, though, as he had gone back to Saudi Arabia. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good. An email was sent to the language school he was attending here to let them know, but nothing came of it. Is right, it so they, you know, I think they're just doing their due diligence. There's <laughs> 15 easels left behind. They find them, they put them in storage because, you know, what if we can't throw these out or we'll get in trouble? Yeah. And and they go the extra step step in emailing probably some administrator in his program to let them know to see if he can pass or they can pass it on. Yeah. Months went by and the easels were still down there. Keen to earn a little bit of extra money. <laughs> I asked my manager if I could have the easels to try and sell on eBay. Okay. Well, before we find out if this request was approved. It is a good idea because my mom is a painter and <gasps> I know for a fact that these wooden easels with a carrying case are expensive and you Ooh. would make money selling these. Very, very, a very specific knowledge to have here. I'm glad I've seen your mom's paintings. You have a few in your apartment, correct? Yeah. They're lovely in case she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, They're lovely, I even if she's not listening. <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, I would agree. I don't know anything about price points of easels or really any art supplies, but I would assume an easel is like a costly thing to have. 
Yeah, 250 bucks, I would say. <gasps> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, okay, maybe maybe 150, but like they're more than $100. Your mom is like painting on a pristine canvas. <laughs> no, they're expensive, which is why you only have one or two. You don't have 15. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know Saudi Arabia has a lot of wealth behind it. I'm not going to assume this person's wealthy, but again, like, you know, studying internationally to learn a language. They're an artist. He's an artist. Aaron is, you know, maybe we'll, we'll tie this in at the end, but okay. 15 easels just seem to be like a lot of, a lot of easels. Yeah. I don't, I don't have 15 easels money. <laughs> yeah. Me either. I have so half an what, easel money. What did the manager say? Oh, perfect. Oh my God. You're so on point. Now my manager agreed. <laughs> it had been months since the guy had left. So why not? <laughs> She says, I was living with mom and dad at the time, and I took them all home and put them in the loft. Okay. It's not mom, it's mom, because remember, we're in the UK. That's right. Mom and dad. Mom and dad's. <laughs> May I sell these easels? <laughs> oh, so talented. I put the first one on eBay pretty quickly. <laughs> Now, they were selling in art shops for 25 pounds, so I put the first one up for 18 pounds, plus $5 for PNP. Now, converting that, um, obviously, this is modern-day conversion. It's probably different back in 2015, but 25 pounds is about $30. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, so these um, are, like, less heavy-duty than the kind I was envisioning, but not not money. Correct. Yeah, exactly. 30, you know, that's a hefty sum collectively. I mean, like, that's a fair amount. Um, and then PNP. So she says plus five for PNP. I guess that's like packaging and shipping and packaging, but like British terms for it. Yeah. Plus packaging. Postage and packaging. Postage and packaging. Uh, postage someone and packaging. <laughs> someone in the know. UK is like, they're not even close. Let us know. <laughs> now, thinking back, I'm not surprised it didn't sell at $25 or sorry, 25 pounds. And I ended up lowering the price to 15 pounds, including PNP, and I got my first sale, which is funny. I don't know how familiar you are with like selling online, but I just painted the walls in my apartment and I bought one gallon too many of paint because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So yeah. I asked for two gallons and I posted it on Facebook Marketplace and it's just suggested as a platform that I lower the price so I can yeah. maybe get a sale. So I hear this. A few dollars makes a, makes a difference in consumer minds. Mm -hmm. So it sold. First sale. Congrats. Packing it up was a nightmare. The box was very long, and I wanted to make sure it was well-protected so it didn't get damaged in transit. Nice. She, yep, she loves the rules. Oh, yeah. Postage cost me more than I expected, and I ended up only making around eight pounds for the easel that I sold. Okay. So, you know, money had, and not as much as she thought, but still money had. Yeah, which, 2015, maybe this was like 16 bucks, 14 bucks, somewhere in yeah. the teens. Now, <laughs> I didn't bother selling the rest of them. It was too much hassle and all of that effort to potentially make 120 pounds wasn't worth it for me. I was living with my parents for free and my first full-time job and I had a massive disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know the benefits of living at home. She writes, sod it, S-O-D, sod it, which I looked up as English slang for like, meh, we're annoyed with something, it's unpleasant. So like, I guess fuck it. Over it. Sod it. Yeah. Sod it. Oh, sod it. <laughs> Love. Frida, I'm obsessed. We are obsessed with the UK. She says, do you remember being young and carefree? 120 pounds could now buy me a heated blanket. Oh, I'd kill for a heated blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the benefits of living at home were 
wasted at the time. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. After, around six months, six months after the guy had left, Aaron, a new chap came to the front desk and said his friend had left behind some easels for him to collect. Oh, shit. I couldn't get caught. I'd already sold one. I was panicking. My heart was beating fast and my face went super red. <laughs> Which I will say I'm very, and in the times where I do have to tell a little white lie or should I say a little black lie? Yeah. I'm very thankful that my face doesn't get red. Oh, must it, be nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it camouflages my guilt. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, I wear my guilt like a hat. Yeah. Do you light up? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I needed to play dumb and I calmly replied, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Where are the 14 easels? <laughs> That's the thing. Wait, we have to discuss Just this. Just give him the 14 easels. What are we talking about? What's happening? I don't I know. <laughs> he seemed confused and insisted that his friend had left them behind for him to collect. Okay. I told him I told him we have cleaners who clear out the flats to get them ready for the next person, so they must have been binned. Okay. Again, bin, trash, binned. <laughs> Luckily, that was all it took and he left. Okay. Now, Where are the easels? Where are you easels? Where are they? Yeah, we're rounding home on this. We have to <laughs> chat. <laughs> now for weeks after, it was squeaky bum time every time an unfamiliar face came to the desk. Is this the person who is going to call me out? Do we want to pause on squeaky bum time? What is squeaky bum time? I have no idea. Okay, wait, I just... wait, wait. Squeaky bum time. <laughs> we're, we're doing a live Google. Squeaky bum criminal. time. Squeaky bum time. An exciting part. Wait, uncountable. Oh, careful. An exciting part of a sporting event, particularly the final moments of a close game or season. Okay, so she means like, oh, this could be it. This could be like the moment where I'm breaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment that we're like caught in the act. Got it. I will say squeaky bum time in my world means something different. <laughs> so is this person going to call me out every time they've come to the desk? Yeah. Did they see it on eBay? God, I should have given them back. Cut to seven years later. The 14 easels are still in my parents' loft. My mom complains about the amount of stuff in the loft quite frequently, and she reminds me about the easels whenever she talks about it. If I get rid of them, she'll only fill the empty space. That's what moms do. <laughs> anyway, am I guilty of a petty crime? Yes. Is, <laughs> Is Aaron guilty? Is my no. mom guilty for filling every empty space? No. <laughs> Happy to answer any follow-up questions. Looking forward to being judged, Frida. And that's what I'm talking about, kink-wise, Kira. She goes, looking forward Is to being she? judged. <laughs> wow. And that's the end. Yeah, we've got, some, we've got some materials to talk about. Frida Kahlo. <gasps> you nailed it. That's why I called her Frida. <laughs> she is a dirty dog. <laughs> I cannot believe it. All right. You had a really, you started going into a point that I immediately thought when I read this, which is 15 minus one is 14, which is still a pretty nice amount of easels to leave with. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> the lie. Frida has an interesting personality. <laughs> Frida is such a rule follower that she is not even willing to admit to having sold 
one of the easels, <laughs> even if the cost means that somebody cannot receive the 14 easels that are readily available. Right? That she's, is wild. She's such a rule follower that exactly that equation, the 1v14, the guilt of having sold one outweighs the benefit of them collecting 14 brand new easels for their friend. Yeah. The guilt was just, I guess, very heavy on her. But it's like not even... It's not even guilt, right? Because if she could have just admitted, oh, nobody told me these were left behind. Honestly, I sold one. But I have 14 of them. You can yeah. have them. And then she wouldn't even have a guilty conscience. But the person might have been like, hey, you sold it. <laughs> this is interesting. But, you know, it's also like, hey, you sold it. How much did you make? Can you just give that to me? Like, Sure. And, you know, she didn't, as she said, she like gave up on the, the pursuit of selling them all because it was so effortful. She only made a little bit of money from one easel. So she just, yeah, exactly. She should have been like, you know what? I sold one. Here's 14. Do you want the money for one? And they probably would have been like, nah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry that nobody told you that this was the plan. Uh, no, exactly. A Aaron is rich and disorganized. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. They're not off the hook for sure. We have to circle to Aaron and his friend, but yes, we've seen so many, we've talked about so many crimes where again, hindsight's 2020. It's so easy for us to sit here and think what we could have said, but like, you know, to play devil's advocate in the moment, the stranger comes in something six months ago that you thought was buried is now just been plopped in your face. You know, you have a very quick mind on your feet. You, your career is blossoming because of that not everyone can think as quickly <laughs> i mean i i am i do have a pretty fast response time sometimes mm -hmm. i say the wrong thing but i'm gonna say something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she's like she said something she said something never never seen those easels must have been binned must have been binned years ago never met yeah. Aaron. never had a student <laughs> yeah. like that actually he's just... my first day i've never exactly. even been here before. Who are you? <laughs> Get out of the building. <laughs> yeah, it's just a full spiral. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, that was that was the it's funny because then when we go to circle to the verdicts, like in my opinion, well, you know what? Should we just tap into the verdicts with this one? Let's go. All right. So the first we'll start with we'll start with Aaron and his friend, I guess, but mostly Aaron. Okay. Is Aaron guilty of leaving behind 15 easels expecting the building management to know what his intention with them was? <laughs> yeah, I guess a little bit. Yeah, there was no communication with what he, what he wanted with the 15 easels. You know what I'll say? Aaron is more guilty of Ooh. having 15 easels to okay. begin with. What are you doing? Yeah, and exactly. If you have 15 easels left over from, we'll say like, uh, we'll say three months even of studying abroad, then you overestimated how many easels you you needed. Oh, wait, sorry. Can I just say something I realized just now in this moment? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> These are not easels to paint on. They are display easels for his art show. What? <gasps> Whoa, okay. Maybe, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Because the price point you were thinking about for work, I was thinking the same thing, like tripod. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I mean, so the quantity is a little much, but I was for sure thinking about easels on a stand. Like That's in why he needed 15 simultaneously was like for this art show. Okay. So does that change your, does that change your verdict on him being guilty for having 15? It does. I no longer think he's a maniac. However, <laughs> he's still, he's not off the hook for leaving them all behind. Guilty. Okay. I, I will say on my end, it's still like, maybe he bought 30 and used 15, but I think having a surplus of of 15 is still a little much. And I, it's lessened now that I'm not thinking of like massive easel stands for sure. But like you still have 15 extra of something. It's the equivalent of me having a full gallon of paint left over for my apartment. Like yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But in my case, I'm not assumingly rich and I'm really trying to sell, sell this paint. Oh yeah. So if anyone wants deep blue paint? Let me know. Just- All right. So mm, guilty a little bit. All right, moving on to our protagonist, Frida Kahlo. Uh, Is Frida guilty of taking the 15 easels home with her to try and sell on eBay? We're going to break this down a little bit. but So is she guilty of taking them home in general? No. Yeah. Nope. I agree. Proud. Six months. Yeah. I love proud it. proud of her? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> make some money. And then also like, not for nothing, you're selling them secondhand. Somebody else is getting use out of them. Sounds good. Sell them all on eBay. And if somebody ever comes, be like, you left them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You left you them. Left and guess them. what? I made money. I, you yep. left them and I sold them. Yep. Uh, not at all guilty. I completely agree. Six months, too long. And there was no communication from Aaron about what the intention with them were. So yeah, for sure. And he's not, it's not like he's in Manchester. He's all the way back in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what are you going to do? Far. Ship them? Like, y- yeah. And if he wanted them, it's, it's so funny that he sent someone. Okay. Well, <laughs> Closing it out on Frida, is Frida guilty of giving up on selling them on eBay because the effort didn't justify the profit? And I'm no. Th- that's my nice way of saying, is Frida guilty of being lazy? <laughs> no, she's not. Do I wish that she had donated them to like an oh. art class somewhere? Could have been nice. But I mean, that if I'm if I'm making her guilty of that, I have to say that we're all guilty for the shit in our basement that we should be donating somewhere. Fair enough. And there's a very good chance, given how she ended this, that the easels are still in her mom's loft. So, Frida, if you're listening, find a local art charity to donate them to. Yeah, Frida, if you would like us to <laughs> wipe your criminal record, <gasps> update us that you have donated the easels somewhere. Yeah, we could put a new coat of paint on your record for sure. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Now, this is the this is the kahuna. Is that even a word? I don't know. This is the big Frida Kahuna. <laughs> it's Kahuna Award. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big Kahuna. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, I never said it, so it sounded weird. Oh, shit. Sorry. I just dropped my phone. Oh, man. Recording my face. Oh. <laughs> Today's a giggly day. Giggle, giggle. Okay. All right. And finally, <clears throat> is Frida guilty for lying to Aaron's friend when he came to collect the easels? Yeah. <laughs> Like a little, a little bit. I don't know, Frida. You're perfect, but I don't. I just oh don't know God. why you didn't tell him. Take a shot every time Kira says you're perfect. <laughs> like I don't know, just tell him. Like oh yeah, I don't know. Those are at my house. I sold one. Yeah, you know what? I think she's not. I don't think she's guilty for lying. I think she's guilty for telling the wrong lie. Because uh... on my end, I don't know that I would have even. I don't know that I would have said I sold it. I think that would have been a little bit like. 
uh, yeah, I crossed the line a little bit, even though it's been six months. I think my lie in the moment would have been like, oh, you know what? We do have 14 of those still. One of them got damaged in the six months that they've been here. So do you want the 14? Or, or even like, yep, the 15 easels are at my house. N- go get one. No, I no, I mean, it's never going to show on a trotting horse. If somebody comes for 15 <laughs> oh easels and you give them 14, they're not going to count. Just be like, yep, they're at my house. That's true. Yeah. And there's a chance that he doesn't count each 15 when he gets them in his hand. Or be like, I don't know. I don't know where the other one is. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Okay. So maybe guilty for, no, innocent for not lying. Or sorry, innocent for lying, guilty for telling the wrong lie. Yeah. I'm happy to arrive at that conclusion. I am happy to. Ooh, this was quirky. Who would have thought easels? Easels, English easels. Yeah. Rita, interesting. Thank you for submitting that, Frida. Thanks for taking us on that creative artistic journey. Totally. Frida, I'm I'm into it. <laughs> and she's into us talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Kira. Thanks, Griff. Okay. Griff and I are so stoked. We have a sponsor this week. Hello Adorn. This is a jewelry company that makes jewelry that is life-proof and perfect for every day. It's so cute. Absolutely. I'm actually wearing their Tony bracelet, which I've been looking for, a nice bracelet like this. And I've got around my neck their Hera chain, which is gold and just lovely for winter. Yeah, they're both like really handsome. I got the tiny twist earrings, which I love because I'm a baby. I only have one hole, but they twist in and they look like you have cutie double hoops. Like order them. They're so cute. And then I got an ear cuff for the same reason. It cuffs around your ear, but then it looks like double hoops. Get them. They're like so cute, so pretty. You look so good. And every piece is made in their Eau Claire, Wisconsin studio by their team of very talented makers. And they use the highest quality materials they can find. Um, Their pieces are nickel-free, hypoallergenic. And I personally love that they're based in Wisconsin. My mom's from there. So wearing jewelry that reminds me of her from a place that she grew up in is extra sentimental for me. Woo! We also wanted to highlight that Hello Adorn's Social Good Collection provides 100% of sales to various causes related to racial injustice, body positivity, women's reproductive rights, and more. Again, that's their social good collection. So head over to Instagram at HelloAdorn or shop HelloAdorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's HelloAdorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thank you, HelloAdorn, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. All right, now that our main crime has been delivered, it's time to head over from England to Wales for smaller crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Criminal or minimal? This accent. (laughs) Minimal. Criminal. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. It's time for criminal or minimal. Our first one is one that was not so much submitted, but one that I have observed from a friend recently. Criminal or minimal? Getting convinced to dog sit for your ex-boyfriend every time he goes out of town to visit family. (gasps) Ooh, this is a really good one, and it's going right over their head. Um, (laughs) Oof. I will say, and I'm not speaking from experience here, if it depends on how cute the dog is. Okay. Yeah. How about in the instance of the friend that we are talking about right now? <laughs> okay. Okay. We can just admit we have the same friend we're talking about. Um, oh, I'm going to say minimal because, again, the dog is so cute. 
and I'm starting to love him. And, but is it healthy? I don't know. Can you be friends with your exes? I guess that's the real question. And no, I think but yes. can, no, you cannot. But can you be friends oh. with their dog? <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. This was submitted by Brooke Stark. And some of you might recognize that name. Hi, mom. As being my, hi, mom. That's my mom. I was home a few weeks ago and she gave me one as we let it happen in front of us. Criminal or minimal? Letting your pet lick your mouth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> minimal. At, you know, to each their own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I agree. Like, um, I don't know that I love that just because I, I don't. But I, again, I'm not here to kink shame. You know, that like statistic people say where they're like, you know, a dog's mouth is actually a cleaner, th- cleaner than your toilet or yeah. like whatever people say. And I'm like, that just feels like one of those statistics that somebody just made up one day. Totally. Someone who's a chronic person, a chronic ask your dog to lick their mouth made that up because mm-hmm. I've watched my dog lick its butthole and then like <laughs> try to kiss my face. And I'm like, you know, yeah. what? I don't know what cleaning system you have in your mouth, but this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Hunted. <laughs> Hunted. All right. Criminal or minimal? Hawking a loogie onto a public sidewalk. Oh, my god! And this was submitted by listener Amy. This is a good one. Because I've seen people do it when I was in New York actually visiting. I saw it happen in the subway, which I'll equate to the, it being the same thing as a sidewalk. Oof. A little um, worse, I feel. Yeah, because it's like not the, we- the elements of the weather aren't going to wash it away. Mm. On the sidewalk, I'm going to say criminal. When I, I've become so phlegmy since I've turned turned 30, I don't know what it is, my <laughs> allergies, but I've become more phlegmy. And, but when I have to spit outside, I try to do it in like grass or like a plant or something. Yeah. So at least the water can like help. So right on the sidewalk criminal, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. All right. Submitted by Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi, Erica. <clears throat> Buying a piece of art as a gift for a friend and hanging it in their bedroom as a surprise for them. Oh. Criminal or minimal. Do you want some context? Because she gave a little bit more context. Sure. She had this friend stay on her couch for X amount of time, I guess enough time to warrant a, a thank you gift. And when that friend left, they bought, I think she said a TJ Maxx piece of art and then hung it in Erica's bedroom herself to surprise Erica without kind of presenting it to her as a do you like this do not so yeah criminal or minimal i mean alex and i just settled into a new apartment we didn't even hang our own paintings on our own walls without each other's like sign off on placement ah yes and furthermore, it's TJ Maxx art. Oh, it's <laughs> coming from such a good place, but I'm sorry, it's criminal. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I, from, for all those points, it's like, period. I mean, art is specific, and having it hung in your space is a specific choice. So, like, don't assume what I want ever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, criminal or minimal? Sorry, this one's like a little bit old, but I feel Ooh. like it's timely for the holidays in general. It's vintage. It's no, like, it's like, it's pertinent to Thanksgiving, but it's also pertinent to upcoming holiday meals. Okay, love it. Criminal or minimal? Commenting on a holiday dish that has been on the table in years past, but that your host didn't make this year and saying, (gasps) oh, I really wish you made that, that 
that sweet potato casserole this year. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, I think minimal. <gasps> I truly like I and I had this experience kind of at my friend's giving on the beach, um, which was lovely, by the way. But Southerners do dressing. They don't do stuffing all the time. And we, the Northerners in the group, thought that dressing was stuffing, just called something different. But it's a yeah. very different recipe. It's like cornbread stuffing. And so mm. a lot of us were expecting our traditional stuffing to be on the spread, and it wasn't. And I had this, I don't know that I said anything, but I was like, oh, man, I really wish this was here. So I'm going to say minimal because I think for like Thanksgiving and Christmas-specific dinners, there is some expectation, especially traditionally, of what to have on the table. And some people can be really disappointed if something that's a staple is not there. I agree. Okay. Counterpoint. <gasps> is the time to bring it up when you're currently eating, when there's nothing to be done about it? Or is the time to bring it up before the holiday next year? Oh, I guess, yeah, that approach is polite. I guess it would, like... <laughs> I guess it would like force you to, yeah, you'd have to like not say anything and kind of live in that, we'll say discomfort for lack of a better term, <laughs> wah, 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 that discomfort for a full year. I mean, yeah, because I mean, saying something might not get you invited to next year's Thanksgiving. So just sit on it. I mean, just think, like the host, they've made this, they've made that. And you're like, where's the green beans? I hear that. No, that's true. It's like, especially if, you, yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with that. So just shut your mouth. <laughs> But also classic holiday banter. Like, <laughs> yeah. if that's your problem at your Thanksgiving table, you're at a good one. Yeah, at least it's like not politics. It's, yeah. just, it's just a dish. All right, shall we do one more? This one's interesting. Yep. Okay, this was submitted by Emma, my one of my best friends, Emma. You know Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. All right, criminal or minimal? Calling your unborn baby by its name instead of referring it to, or referring it to, referring to it as the baby. This is a tricky one. So like, example, you're pregnant and you're like, oh, Thomas is really kicking today instead of, oh my God, the baby's really kicking today. Or did you get the paint for Charlotte's room instead of did you get the paint for the baby's room? This... We talked about this one for, I think, 20 minutes because I was very interested. This is going to be contentious, <laughs> but I'm just going to be honest. I think it is gauche. <gasps> Ooh, that's what Emma say, would like that. To say your baby's name before it's born. I know it's convenient and then people can get you embroidered, personalized gifts and things for the nursery. But I think it is tacky. <laughs> and not for nothing, I have heard old, old, mm -hmm. old wives' tale that it is bad luck. You just spoke everything she said, so... Emma's going to love this response. I'm curious if other people's uh, if other people have thoughts on it. I will say too it reminds me of of course it reminds me of the Kardashians. Kylie Jenner oh, yeah. and Travis Scott had their most recent baby. They called Wolf and they had kind of and obviously they're mega so they had expressed it to the world and then they were like, "Oh no, we don't like the name Wolf." So to your point, if pre-birth you're like yeah, it's Charlotte or like, you know, you're just referring it to a, that. I'm obviously, if you and Alex are with child, I'm going to maybe get you a pillow that's engraved with their name. But what happens if that name changes? Well, yeah, because I think Kylie said like they met the baby and they were like, oh, you're mm -hmm. not a wolf. Like totally. you're totally. I mean, it's not a big deal. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's your baby. Yeah. But I, I just I just personally won't be doing it. 
Yeah, I, Emma would agree. And I'm very curious what our petty criminals think. Uh, she, lots to think about. One gal's opinion. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Kira. This is, oh my God, these were fun. Yeah, really, 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 really fun. Thanks for listening, Petty Criminals. Until next week. Yay. Stay petty. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Happy December. Bye.